Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but <laughs> just know what's coming, but take part ourselves. Yep. When they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. And boy, did we show up. I'm Carrie Poppy. I'm Russ Botcher. And this is a promise that we made, not thinking we'd have to fulfill it. Uh-uh. And boy, did we fulfill it. Oh, it being filled the full. cup. Mm-hmm. A cup runneth over. It's so urine therapy. Our, our last Max Fun Drive, we thought, okay, well, what's some lofty, unattainable goal that would <laughs> sound entertaining? We'll say if we hit 4,000 new and upgrading subscribers, we'll undergo urine therapy. <sighs> Which is something that had been on our list a long time. Yeah, it really had. You have a friend who does it. We also had a listener who sent us a book that she found in her dad's stuff after he had passed away. So uh, we had that, at least uh, two about... people pleading with us to yeah. drink our urine. I don't think she, I don't think the person who sent the book pled. We had one person pleading <laughs> for us to drink our own urine. Yeah. And after we crossed that threshold, we heard from so many people trying to talk us out of drinking our own urine. But just enough people who were like, this is why I joined. We can't. We got to do, do it. it. So, our apologies to everyone who begged and pleaded for us not to drink our own pee. Because we have and we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me just say listen, if you don't want to hear disgusting descriptions of pee drinking, this is not your episode. You got to go. You got to go now. I was going to say, you know, fast forward to 24 minutes in, but no, it's nope, just it's it's going to be, be us. throughout, and we are going to be graphic about it. This is a no-holds-barred experience. Really, that's our number one priority right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're number one in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Because it's pee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're in for a real treat. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we can say. I'm sure there will be more of these bad puns coming. I'm getting peed off. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, this all started with a friend of mine, and he has allowed me to share his name. Okay, here we go. Wiley Schmidt. Whoa, what a name. This is one of those friends that you have on Facebook. We went to the same middle school together, and my clearest memory of him is being on the sports field together when we were doing soccer or something like that. Sweet. So I haven't seen him since then, but we have talked online and he is a firm advocate of urine therapy. All right. uh, Oh, and just to clarify, urine therapy is mostly drinking your urine. Yes, mostly. But sometimes it also includes putting it on your skin or Mm -hmm. using it as antibiotics. And we'll talk about that that, as a topical conversation. (laughs) Were you holding that one in? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I only realized that was a joke three quarters of the way through it. Oh, that's the best. Anyway, Wiley would chime in on various things that I would post about health or nutrition, and he would have very strong opinions about Uh fasting. Okay. And, uh, you know, Americans eat too much food, and it's unhealthy food. Oh, I think I remember seeing this a bit ago. Yeah. Is he also vegan? 
You know, I'm, I'm not sure. I feel like he chimed in on something to do with vegetarianism or veganism. Oh, well, he definitely would. Yeah, okay. anything to do with diet. And then he was championing urine therapy, or at least people were reading his page and seeing that. Okay. So this turned into a big flame war between him and my friends. And then he started body shaming them and saying, oh. yeah, you're overweight. And oh, who are no. you to tell me about this? Look how awesome I look. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, it got, it got pretty bad. Anyways, he doesn't back away from a fight and I said, oh, I'll anonymize your name when I'm mentioning you on the show because you were the original impetus for me to do this. And he said, no, no, I've put myself out there as a public person on this. So okay, so be nice, everybody. Mm-hmm. Be nice. Be nice to Wiley Schmidt. Indeed. So he had recommended that I read a book called Your Own Perfect Medicine by Martha M. Christie. Okay. And he sent me a link to a PDF of it. And I told him, yeah, I will read the book. Mm-hmm. And about a year later and change, I did. And, and it's a big freaking book. It, it is. Good yeah. Job. Not always easy to tell as a PDF. But yeah, I have read it. And so I did get back to him later. And he's been very helpful. And he's given me additional resources and insight. So we'll, we'll talk about all of that later. Nice. And somewhere maybe around the same time, we had a listener send us a book. And we said, oh, my goodness, it's kismet. Yeah. She sends us a book <laughs> it's called, meant to happen. <laughs> called Drink Your Own Water, a treatise on urine therapy. And I believe this is the same listener whose dad had the really bad ayahuasca trip experience where oh. he was carried out of the desert and everything. Oh, my goodness. He, he was dying of cancer, and it That's seems like right. he tried a bunch of stuff. So he didn't even mention urine therapy to her, but she found this in his, in his stuff. possessions. Okay. Pretty dog-eared and bent, and she was like, I feel pretty confident he was doing this. So we said, okay, great. I can do the Tony Scazzaro version of urine therapy. That's who wrote this book. Oh, okay. And you can do... The Martha M. Christie method. There we go. And he had sent me a link to this PDF, and I had... <laughs> right, right, see, see that? Oh, PDF? Yeah. <laughs> he had uh, sent me that, and I'd opened it up as a tab on one of my work browsers, and it sat there for a year. You know, it's a two hundred. Wow! It's a two hundred twenty-one page document, and I kept looking at that thing. Well, I don't. Well, I can't read that here. Why would I? I don't have time right now. And finally, I transferred it. You know, to home. Made sure I had it sitting there, waiting for me to read, and eventually put it on my phone. But uh, yeah, I've been waiting for this for a long time. So it's good. We did the Max Fun Drive. Our favorite time of year. Now we have a mandate to drink our own pee. Finally. And still, we've been putting it off for a long time. Oh, yeah. And every time since then that I've peed, which is a lot over months, I've just thought, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to drink this yet. Every time? Pretty much. It's always in the the back of my head like, wow, cool. Oh, goodness, I'm going to have to drink this. Oh, amazing. Okay. Does it smell good? I wasn't carrying quite that much negative anticipation, (laughs) but I did know it was coming and I was like, no thanks, but I knew I'd have to. So what made us finally do it? I guess it was just time. Yeah, we kind of had it on the docket for a long time and we'd say, well, we could do urine therapy or X. And then one of us would be like, (laughs) how about X? (laughs) It's like the choose your own adventure novel and it keeps saying, do you want to wander into the Yeti's lair? (laughs) Or drink your own pee. (laughs) Yeti's lair. I want to go around the mountain. Okay, gone around the mountain. Now, do you want to go in the Yeti's lair or do you want to climb up? Okay, I'm going to climb up. Now, do you want to go in the Yeti's lair? Okay, fine. I'll go in the Yeti's lair. Jeez Louise. So we knew that one way to force us 
to get her done was to invite a third person. Yes. Because then we would be beholden to another person's schedule. We would need to follow through. Mm -hmm. So we said, we know just the guy. (laughs) Jordan Morris. Our old friend Jordan Morris. From Jordan Jesse Go. Yep. And Bubble. Yes. A wonderful fella. And he had said recently, like, oh, it's been a minute since I've been on OnRack. I'd love to be a guest. And we're like, well, we have something. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's short term. It's easy. He got the short end of the stick. (laughs) (laughs) It is urine therapy. And to Jordan's extreme credit, he said, I'm in. Yeah, that was very impressive. I did not expect that. Willing to drink his own pee. For the show, for science. So I got started reading my book, and oh boy. Oh boy. Well, before you tell me about yours, can I just tell you about the intro to mine? Do it. Okay, so you open this up. First of all, the author is not listed on the front anywhere, or the back, or the side. Oh. Strange, right? Weird. But if you- He didn't- Use a pseudonym like IP Freely? (laughs) No, he didn't. Uh, But if you open it up and go to the first page, very tiny, you see his name. So it's Tony Scazzaro. I've tried to find him. He doesn't seem to have written anything else. Interesting. Okay. So he wrote this in 2012. Oh, recent. Yeah. Uh, It is dedicated to God. Thank you, my creation. To God, the true parent of all mankind. Thank you, Tony. Who gave us the capability to heal ourselves. Okay, so then, before you get into his intro, there is a preface by Lady Dr. Kim. Lady Dr. Kim. Oh, there's a picture of her. She's wearing a kimono? Possibly. Yeah, kind of hard to tell. The highlights are blown out in the black and white photo. Yeah. But here is her preface. When I traveled to the spirit world to learn how to help my brothers and sisters maintain their health, the Heavenly Father gave me a cup of yellow liquid that was my own urine. He said, it works to cure all kinds of sickness, both internally and externally. Tons of antibiotics are not as effective as this medicine. It doesn't sound good, but it is the Heavenly Father's gift to us. People are spending billions of dollars on costly medical care, but you have the cure right inside your body. Okay. Wow. Lady Dr. Kim traveled to the spirit world and found out we all have to drink our own pee. Amazing. It is amazing. Wouldn't it be terrible if it was apple juice that was the real real solution? Or some like dodo meat. Oh, dang it. We let that one go. (laughs) Right. Oh, that could have healed everything. That would be quite a commentary on our uh, attitudes toward the environment. Exactly. You know what? Someone should make that movie. Mm-hmm. And then everybody tries to recreate the dodo, but the dodo's all modified and fucked up. This will be the next The Matrix. Exactly, except The Matrix is bad. Is it? Long, meaningful stare between us. Do you not? <laughs> do you like The Matrix? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. The first film is a great film. Okay, but see Counterpoint, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I see your argument there. Yeah, yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Carrie has. Carrie's. Taste in movies. <laughs> now the love boat. That's a good TV show. What else was in the book? Oh, shall I tell you about my book? Shall yeah, I sure. Go ahead? All right, let's do it. So let's see. You know, as I went through, I highlighted, and this is one of those situations where the author hasn't done you very many favors in terms of organization, getting his thoughts in logical order. Okay. So as a result, my 
reflections may be disorganized as well. Sure. But okay, let's see. From the introduction, we learned that large numbers of people die prematurely from diseases that can be easily controlled by means of urine therapy. Okay. Okay, you're right. You're already bought in. Mm -hmm. Here are some things you can cure. Urine. <laughs> exactly. Here are some things you can cure by drinking your pee. Cancer, polio, asthma, AIDS, lupus, diabetes, whooping cough, measles. Oh, yeah, and some of those were used as examples of things that modern medicine hasn't been able to tackle, but okay. we're including polio, whooping cough, and measles. In 2012? Uh-huh. Oh, come on, Tony. See, here's the thing. We have vaccines that have nearly eradicated those diseases. Yes. Oh, goodness. I guess whooping cough we haven't nearly eradicated, but we're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Our tap water has chlorine. That's bad. Our tap water has fluoride. That's oh, bad. Oh, fluoride. Obviously. Electromagnetic fields are screwing up your cells. I, I love that. Watch out for fluoride. But drink, drink your, pee. your pee. Also, okay, a lot of this book is dedicated to how toxic our environment is. Okay. And, you know, how much damage it does to your cells and your organs and so on. And I'm like, so drink something that's straight out of my toxic body interesting how do you figure yeah does he say anything in particular about toxins coming out through other means and not the pee because it does mm. make you wonder right no he didn't really explain how the toxins come out but he does have a sort of ingenious way of explaining why your toxic body produces the perfect medicine okay, okay. i gotta say i was impressed so here's what happens let's say you eat a gmo Obviously, mm -hmm. your body is now poisoned because GMOs are poisonous and bad. Okay. We're just going yeah, with Yeah, let's this run one. with it. Dear listener, just so you know. No. That's not accurate. Incorrect. But, so, okay, you eat GMO corn, toxic. Now your body says, you know what? I'm going to develop some antibodies to combat this toxic corn. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. Then your body's kind of learning it. It's on its way. And then what do you do? You dang pee it all out because your gastrointestinal system is so fast. Okay. Now you've basically got a vaccine, a natural vaccine. You need vaccine to get it back in there. In your pee. So you reintroduce your pee. And now you've got those antibodies back. You reintroduce your pee. <laughs> good one. Good one. Yeah. So, okay. It's a smart little trick. Yeah. If it were accurate, <laughs> it would make sense, but it's not. I was thinking this while reading my book as well, but there's an interesting set of arguments here that we were designed for this to be the way it is, that our urine would have all these beneficial substances. Mm. And yet, they escape our body. Mm -hmm. And my author had a slightly different way of resolving this. But it does make you wonder if there is a creator that and there is that is behind this. That there's a teleological reason for our urinary tract and the way it works. And there is. Then why not build a system that keeps that in longer or cycles it back mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. to do more? Right. And why did that creator make us naturally disgusted right. by said medicine? Right. Because our reactions to smells are arbitrary to some extent. To certain animals and insects, poop smells great. Right. Because they need that. Right. But we did not get that reaction. No, we do not. Okay. Whereas honey uh, smells great to us, but is basically bee vomit. 
Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't smell. Well, Yummy. maybe it smells good to bees. I haven't looked into this, but you get what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> if it's beneficial to you, we've evolved to these things that make us want them. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting point. That's not how it is. We're supposed to drink our pee. But also you'd think, okay, okay, so he's kind of building this pro-vaccine argument. Is mm-hmm. he for vaccines? No, of course not. No. Why would you be? All right. So here are some other things that poison the well. I, the I well would be surprised, you. though, if it if he were saying fluoride bad, vaccines good. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we knew where he was going just by virtue of the kind of guy this seems to be. Sure. So processed foods, GMOs, and irradiated foods, those are some of the biggest toxins our body deals with. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. And Strange things, that we're living so much longer. I know. Makes you sick. We consume foods that have been depleted of essential natural healing nutrients, okay? And then I wrote here, then why would pea have them? Right, yeah. So you've processed your grains, you've eaten them as simple carbohydrates, and now they're coming out of you, but now they're good again. Also, perfect medicine is coming out of you. Right, after you've processed them. Right. Okay, all right. You know, I just also had a thought, in a way this is true, your body does take in the food and kind of magically take the nutrients out of it and do this like amazing yeah it's an amazing machine i remember the first time i realized that food is just our battery yeah you eat this stuff and that we get all the necessary energy out of it and all these other nutrients that Mm -hmm. cycle through to build our eyes and maintain every part of us i don't know why i picked on our eyes it's amazing yeah it really is and that anybody can keep going till it's like 80 is Nuts. You don't even plug that fucker in. And bodies repair themselves. Yeah. Yeah, There's amazing mechanisms built into us over billions of years. Well, millions. But every process creates waste. And with us, it's poop and pee. Right. All right. Right. All right. Here are some things you should avoid when you eat. Fructose. Oh, I like fructose. That seems really hard. Are you going to avoid all fruit? Yeah. Salt. Don't eat it. Um, I mean, you can avoid it without completely eradicating it from your diet. Yeah, okay. Uh, Sugar, caramel coloring, olestra, hydrogenated oils, okay. That's very specific, caramel coloring. Sulfite, sulfur dioxide, a lot of things that I'm like, okay, I I see where you're getting this from. Red 5's okay, but stay away from caramel coloring. I wonder if red 5 No root beer for me. Oh, no, red 5's in here. Oh, no, red 3. Oh, okay. Well, I'll avoid that one. Someone's about to send us a very long email about the dangers of Red 3. I'm sure it is dangerous. Yes, yes. Oh, fluoride contains lead and mercury and cadmium and arsenic. So I don't I don't think that's there you go. definitionally there you go. true. And it's found in toothpaste, so hmm. I get rid of those. Okay. Oh, my God. Is and, this and person d- drinking their own pee and not brushing their teeth? And even if true, again, dosage is so important. Yes. And by again, I mean we've said this before in other episodes. But you've forgotten because you've used so much fluoride that your brain's fucked up. Mm -hmm. Think about that, listener. Mm -hmm. There's some anti-GMO stuff in here about animals being fed GMOs and refusing to eat it. I remember reading up on those animal GMO studies and being like, wow, this is all bunk. Okay, Uh, soy, bad. MSG, bad. Oh, but you can have fermented soy. Okay. So miso, I guess that would be fine. Tempeh. All forms of human cancer are induced by ionizing radiation. Let that be a lesson to you. It's a broad claim. And so that's why you shouldn't treat cancer with radiation because you're just making things worse. You know what you should do instead? Hmm. Drink your pee. Okay. 
Did you know that pharmaceutical drugs kill more people every year than traffic accidents? I didn't. That might be true. Sure. And now you should jump to the conclusion that pharmaceuticals are bad instead of that they are intervening often at critical times in people's lives. I'll definitely not keep that in mind. Yeah, don't keep that in mind. Okay, so anyway, you might be thinking, Carrie, nearly none of that was about pee. You're right. 63 pages in, we finally hear about how we need to drink our pee. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay, so this is where we learn <laughs> that the function of the kidneys is not excretion, but regulation. All right? Okay. So you might think that it's the bouncer that kicks out the toxins. Yeah, he doesn't need to bury the lead in this book because the <laughs> the cover says drink your own water and there is a picture of kidneys uh, connected by tubes to your bladder. And the subtitle is A Treatise on Urine Therapy. So, yeah, no reason to Yeah, to you don't need to soften coy. the blow here. Oh, also, you had that forward at the beginning by the woman who was like, God told me to drink pee. <laughs> anyway, okay, so you might think that kidneys take out our toxins and say bye-bye. Well, no, they don't. Hmm. Instead, they filter mm -hmm. whatever we eat, create perfect medicine, and are basically the most underrated doctors on earth. Okay. So the idea that urine is a poisonous waste product is not based on fact. It has been scientifically proven that besides water, Urine consists mainly of minerals, hormones, and enzymes, which are not harmful to the body. The body can reuse many of these substances. Urine is simply a healthy liquid that is filtered out of the bloodstream. Hmm. Well, I mean, there's some truth to that, and pee is 95% water. Sure. But he started out by saying aside from water. Sure, sure. Yeah. I'm just saying most of what he said was... It was 95% true. <laughs> <laughs> but I still want to drink it. Well, you should because there's no greater harmless detoxifying agent in the world than urine. God. It not only purifies the system, but also regenerates and builds up old, worn out, and even dead tissues. It can rebuild cells. It can fix DNA abnormalities. It penetrates the nucleus of the cell where genetic material is stored. And it reinstates us with the ions of the person's urine exchanging them with damaged ones. Are there you get any, it now? Are there any links to studies or he just uh Oh, that is a great question. This. Ross, is it? Mm -hmm. um, I'm Ross. So there is, in the back, there are a bunch of sources, and I looked at every single source, mm -hmm. and it's a very fun little uh, walk down nonsense lane. <laughs> okay. So one of my favorite sources from chapter six is an article called Urine Therapy, A Cure for All Illness? Question mark. It was published in 2011 on www.submityourarticle.com. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the caliber of uh, research we're okay. dealing with here. Okay. Urine therapy is safer and more effective than prescription drugs. You don't need to go to the doctor. Doctors will tell you not to do this, but they're wrong. Any doctor that actually wants to find out what's wrong with you will do a urinalysis, and if they don't, you know that they are bad and wrong. Okay. Oh, we learned that urine is a holographic substance. Holographic? Yes. Okay. Um, because huh. it affects all levels of your being from the physical through the electromagnetic fields of the emotions. That's not the definition of holographic. 
and goes up through the mind to the subtler genetic vibrational information of the soul. See, I was with this guy until <laughs> till this point. Those okay. certainly are words. Then we get into some case histories. He tells us about various people who have cured various things, cancer, allergies, herpes, Parkinson's, food poisoning, gout, lupus, ulcers, parasites, viruses, just all viruses, dandruff, athlete's foot, glaucoma, ringworm, fungus, dermatitis, anything you could complain about, you can fix with urine. He even calls it a cure-all. Okay, and as we've learned from Sawbones... Cure-alls cure nothing. nothing. And then he started naming some celebrities who have been reputed to drink their own urine. Oh, okay. There are a few. So there's a British actress named Sarah Miles, who I guess Uh does a Major League Baseball player named Moses Alou. Jim Morrison from The Doors. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Some, Um, Some other musician... Well, Madonna peed on her foot peed on in her the shower. Foot. That's right. I saw that David Letterman interview. Where he is so mean to her for reasons. I don't know if I was mi- missing context, but he's like a huge dick to her in that interview. It was weird. It seemed like they had a shtick going because she was uh, yeah. sticking around longer than she was supposed to. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I don't know it what the weird. rapport was there. Yeah. Very odd. And the Bible tells us to drink our pee. Did you know that? Oh, does it? Now, no. you're sort of a Bible scholar. I did not know that. Do you that. want to guess which book tells us to <sighs> drink our own pee? I'll give you a hint. It's Old Testament. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, let's just say Job. Okay, good guess. It is Proverbs. Oh. In Proverbs. I know it talks about wine. I okay. Okay, what in, does it say? In Proverbs 5, 15, it says, drink water out of thine own cisterns. Oh, all right. If you want to refer to your bladder as a cistern. As a cistern. Uh, Why would God be so unclear? Yeah, because he was pretty clear with the woman at the beginning of the book. Uh, yeah, you're right. Why didn't he just do that? Ah, oh, good boy, Ross. Oh, good. Okay, here's uh, uh, someone who cured their migraines with urine therapy. Good news for me. Someone who cured their AIDS. Awesome. Definitely you- happened. You also had Peter on the roof when the, he had the vision. Oh, we're still thinking about the Bible. Okay. Sorry. And the, the sheep came down telling him to eat all these animals. Oh, right. Why not also show pee there? Totally. I'm more ethical, I'd argue. Better to drink thine own pee than to drink a goat. Or when, Carry poppy. when Daniel was in that situation where he and his compatriots ate vegetables and mm-hmm. they were healthier, why didn't God just have him drink his own urine? Be explicit, God. You cannot expect us to figure out that we are supposed to drink our pee Your on own our cistern. own. It's never going to be popular if you don't say it. <sighs> oh, yeah. Leprosy. You can cure that right up with pee. Okay. Um, The flu. You're getting it, right? You can cure everything. Woo-hoo. So I'm like reading this. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. Pee's good. Pee's good. Pee's good. Okay. Page 89, we finally get to getting started. Oh, wow. My book did a similar thing. Mm. You had to work your way through a lot before they gave you instructions. So frustrating, which I think is often the sign that the directions are going to be really easy. And it's like, well, I can't just give you three steps. I got to make it worthwhile that I wrote a book about I got to pad this. On the other hand, if there's anything that requires some talking into... This is high on the list. True, but then maybe don't give me that cold open about 
getting pee from God in heaven. Right. Okay, so finally I'm like, all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to get instructions. I'm going to get instructions. The instructions are to go to three websites and learn about how to drink my pee. Oh, let me guess. Are Are you kidding me? Are some of them down now? One was. Two were still up. (laughs) And from one of them I learned... Thank God, Ross, that I do not have an eye infection because it told me if I had an eye infection to get the pee of a young boy, what? boil it, and rub it in my eyes. <gasps> that sounds like something Pliny the Elder would come up with. Yeah. It also <laughs> sounds like something Nambla would come up with. <laughs> right. A young boy. Uh. Why not a girl? That's so funny. I'm on a Facebook page that we'll tell you about later, and someone posted a conversation starter. Buy a little dropper bottle for aged urine, eye drops, ear drops, oh and massaging head and throat area. Oh my God. <laughs> Carrie nearly choked on herself. It's so gross. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so it took like quite a lot of effort to read the rest and like distill it into directions. Distill it. Dist- yes, that's right. But basically, I figured out from a mixture of this book and the websites, basically, it's best to drink your pee in the morning. You can drink it later, but in the morning, it's going to be the most concentrated and the most full of your body-made vaccine. This seems to be a common thread. Yeah. and Everyone agrees. Morning pee is the best pee. How coincidental that it happens to be the grossest pee. Well, yeah, it's it's (sighs) thick and replete with... (laughs) All of these nutrients. (laughs) No, I get it. I get the internal logic. I think just like it also kind of speaks to the psychology of someone who feels like, oh, the more difficult it is, the better. So like, of course, your most disgusting morning pee is the one you need to drink. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. But, oh, I was so relieved when I found out on page 90 that I could mix it with water or juice and it would be just as effective. Hallelujah, said I. Okay, mine, I shall do that. Mine did not say that. Oh, boy. And the only disadvantage of urine therapy is acceptance. So the next time you have to go to the bathroom, smell it and rub some on the back of your hand. So I'm writing all this out as instructions yeah. to our friend Jordan. And we get a text from him that's like, guys. I, I tried just that, just rubbing it on my just hand. Just putting it on my hand and I, putting my tongue on it. I can't do it. This is so disgusting. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You can make fun of me. I am a coward, but uh, I cannot do it. No, you're a normal person. Yeah, yeah. We were like, yeah, no, the weirdest thing you've done is be friends with us. <laughs> uh, so he was out. Uh, oh, yeah, but this does... <laughs> Cheers to Tony Scazzaro. He does say you should be a vegetarian while you do this. Hey, okay. Yeah. So. I saw pretty much the same recommendation in mine. Isn't that interesting? So many of the things that we investigate do recommend. It does make you look inward and say, am I right to be vegetarian? (laughs) I know. I know what you mean. Uh, And I look and I say, yes. Yeah. So I can do a chaser of pure water after swallowing mine own urine water and there's no side effects but you may notice that you get an extreme fever a violent diarrhea sweating (laughs) (laughs) a rash coughing or feebleness where do i sign (laughs) but don't worry there are no side effects (laughs) 
No, it didn't say that in the same. No, it's the page before it tells me. Yeah, there are no side effects, no matter how much is ingested. And then the next page, it says, the body might start to fight certain viruses by increasing the temperature and causing a fever. And then lists all these Those are all effects effects on the side. Uh (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's what you meant. You won't feel them on your side. You'll feel them throughout your body. Oh, yeah, but within a few hours to a few days, you should feel much better. And I read this on a few sites that the diarrhea is very bad, mm-hmm. which would prove true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it also says if you want, you could store your urine for three to four days mm-hmm. and drink it fermented. Mm-hmm. Just like, how did you find a way to make this worse? <laughs> I was asking, I was walking with my friend Abe the other day and I was like, I've now just, I've done the grossest thing. Like there's nothing left in humanity for me to do that's grosser. There are things that are morally grosser, but nothing physically grosser. And then suddenly I thought, you have poop. Eat my own poop. Yep. Or someone else's poop. Thank goodness. I'm not aware of anybody saying that is something you should. Oh, no. That's what, when we sat down, I was like, there's something I got to tell you, but I'm going to wait till we're recording. And it is fucking this. No. I went online and I was like, well, who's drinking their own pee and talking about it? And there was this very well-spoken British man who was on a podcast. He was speaking so eloquently about drinking his own pee. And then he said, Now, for a while, I was trying to cycle everything that came out of me. But then I discovered I was going to the bathroom way too frequently, so now I just do the pee. So I'm pretty sure that man was eating his own feces. Oh, that wasn't even like a euphemism for eating your own feces. Well, it was interesting because the person interviewing him didn't seem to pick up on that. I think he didn't get the... What he was going for there. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Yeah, that guy ate his own poop. Hmm, all right. And I think we should have him on the show. I'm going to try to find him. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you might vomit. You might dry heave. You might retch. But don't worry, no side effects. <laughs> you might get a fever uh, that can be very, very high. But don't give up and go to the hospital. That would be stupid. Uh, you might get a cough. You might get a cold. If you do... <laughs> Get a neti pot, pee in it, and pour it through your nose. Oh, no. (laughs) Just coming in every orifice. If you get a sore throat, what should you do? What do you think? Gargle it. Gargle with Uh, pee. That's correct. And yeah, if you get sick, if you weren't sick, then you drink pee and you become sick. Instead of thinking this must be my pee, mm-hmm. you should cure it using your pee because that will now be full of your special medicine. Okay. Get it? Okay, yeah. You're getting it now. There's a logic um, there. Uh, <laughs> that's very kind of you. Toward the end, he says, I know, I know. This may all seem almost too good to be true. No. But no, it's true. So the last page had what I think is really the understated explanation for this whole thing he said most people simply cannot afford conventional or even alternative medical treatments their best solution is this free remedy no and i thought yeah that's right that's what's really happening here is this like hopelessness when you're sick and yeah the most disgusting placebo effect on earth you gotta admit though there's not a huge profit motive here For the author, other than selling a copy of that book. Oh, for sure. I think he believes it completely. Is this a self-published book? One would assume. Let's see. It's Lumina Press. Okay. Do you want to look that up? That's funny. The second 
link that comes up is five Lumina press reviews and complaints at pissed consumer. (laughs) (laughs) It is a print-on-demand self-publishing and distribution company. Okay. Well, before I tell you about my book, you're probably thinking about terrible smells and wondering how you can smell good in life. And for that, I think I'd have to recommend Scentbird. Oh, boy, do I love Scentbird. And Ono, Ross, and Carrie is supported in part by Scentbird, a luxury perfume and cologne subscription service. And you know what you do if you get Scentbird? You choose your new scents every month from over 900 designer brands for men and women. There's Gucci. There's Kate Spade. There's Hugo Boss. All sorts of fancy people who named perfumes after themselves. And it's just $14.95 per month. You get sleek travel spray bottles. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- these are nice and futuristic. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you kind of twist them around and the nozzle pops up. And it's that kind of like matte metal. What do you call that? Like a brushed metal? Yeah, a matte finish. And yeah. uh, it looks very nice. Yeah, it does. And it gives you 130 sprays in just one of those little bottles. So we're talking about a good sample. Not one of these samples that you get when you go to the mall. And it's like, oh, well, this is smells very good. But there's 10 sprays. I don't remember if it was good. Bah, 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 bah. No. Mm-hmm. 130. No, that'll last you the month for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really excited when I received these in the mail. And I actually think I, Carrie Poppy, host of your favorite show, Ono Ross and Carrie, I think I will sign up for this. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and they come in these little velvet pouches as well. Mm-hmm. This thing is ready to travel. Less than the required number of ounces for an airplane. Was it 3.5? Oh, right. Well, I think it's three ounces that TSA allows. I don't know how many are in the thing. Well, it's ready to travel with you. I think so. And uh, yeah, you know, I don't know the name of the scent that I like most, but there's one in particular that smelled kind of fresh and yes, See, zingy. This also appeals to my scientific mind because of the blinding aspect. Oh, right. They're like, we're not telling you what this is. They're See if you like it. Different then colors. we'll tell you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I like that. It's like. You know, we all think we know if we like Coke or Pepsi or RC Cola or whatever. And then you do a blind Uh taste test and you find out, what? I like the Kroger soda? (laughs) And your whole world is turned upside down. Shasta is worth every penny. Exactly. And by the way, Diet Right is the best diet soda, but it doesn't have any caffeine in it. So if you need a caffeine kick, you go for the Diet Pepsi. Good to know. Mm Mm-hmm. So, if you want to smell good, unlike Ross and Carrie at the moment, go to <laughs> scentbird.com slash ono, O-H-N-O, and then use our promo code. What would that be, Carrie? Oh, no. For 50% off. So, that's only seven fifty for your first month, and you get free shipping. Yeah, so try it out. See what you think. It's S-C-E-N-T, bird, there's no other way to spell bird, dot com slash Oh, no. And use the code oh no, O-H-N-O, for 50% off your first month. And just to be clear, it's not bird like the birds. It's not B-Y-R-D. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no, no. You have to no. turn, turn, turn that Y into an I. Very good. Clap, 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 clap. Thank you. My mom was married to a guy in an early incarnation of the birds. Look it up. Okay. Really? Back to our show. Scent bird is probably kicking themselves like why did they have to put our ad on an episode about them drinking pee it's the perfect kind of advertising because when you drink pee you need scent bird i maybe would rather drink scent bird 
And oh. I guess it would probably be more toxic That's to an- drink straight. Now, right. to be clear, it's not some toxic thing you're putting on your skin, but to drink straight, probably not a great idea. Good call, but it would smell better. <laughs> it would smell a million And I'm times talking better. about my own pee. Mm-hmm. I'm only criticizing my own pee. It yeah, smells don't bad. email us and be like, I have great smelling pee and I was offended. <laughs> uh, that's okay. not going to happen. All right, so we were just having a little so, conversation here and okay. Carrie has to pee right now. I have to pee and you, oh my God. Okay, here's the thing. Since my book said I could mix it with water or juice. You haven't drink- I have been. And I mean, that is still as disgusting as anything I've ever drunk. As all get out. Yeah, because you taste the pee alongside mm-hmm. the juice. What kind of juice have you been putting in there? Prune juice or cranapple juice. Oh, okay. Right now, I think I just have prune juice, which doesn't help with the diarrhea situation, no. let me tell you. But anyway, and so... These, these books tell us urine is an excellent diuretic. Right. So... Drinking pee makes you want to pee. Where so, I'm going with this is... She feels like maybe she should try drinking her time. pee straight. Yeah, because you've been drinking yours straight. We'll talk about that more. Mm-hmm. This will still at least be afternoon, <laughs> evening pee, which hopefully will be a little less. Oh, yeah. We're, we're 9.46 at night at the moment. Yeah. Afternoon. You get it. <laughs> um, still won't be as potent as morning pee. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. If you're going to do it. This is the most I can get into drinking my pee straight. Okay. So I'm going to put a little in this cup. Not all my pee. But some of my pee. Okay. And bring it back and drink it on this microphone. You want me to do it with you? Not at the same moment, because I want to watch. <laughs> I want to see that. that. That sounded so weird and creepy and kind of sexual. I know, I was picturing, I like, want to watch Carrie. okay, am I, am I sitting on the toilet and he is also peeing into the toilet? How does that work? <laughs> but no, you, <laughs> you, you drinking your pee for the audience. I want to, I want to right. be focused on that and not right. drinking okay, my Okay, I'll do it, and then maybe at the end of the episode you do it. Okay, I, I feel like I could pee now. Okay. I mean, hey, whatever you but want. Hey, you it go. sounds like you're really into drinking your pee now. <laughs> there will be a part of the story where you prolong the drinking of the pee for no apparent reason. I want to give everything a fair shake. All right. Carrie's okay. off to the bathroom. Uh, wish me luck, everybody. Or turn off your <laughs> podcast. All right. Back. Carrie just moaned, oh, poor me. <laughs> she walked determinedly into the bathroom, just heard the door close. <laughs> okay, she's going to do her business in there. We'll give her a moment. Ballpreaker panel, we have just 30 seconds to prove to Max Fund listeners that we know what the F we're talking about when it comes to pop culture. All right, you guys, let's go. Famous Chris's. Walk-in. Christofferson. Hemsworth. Karen, what's the most iconic lesbian snack? The wings at Hooters. The answer is fried green tomatoes. Margaret, what is the Marvel Cinematic Universe missing? <laughs> My interest. Winter, name someone who will EGOT in your lifetime. Ike Barinholtz. That's beautiful. Top gear or top model? Sadly, I have to say top gear. The clear answer is top chef. But top model taught us about smizing. Pop Rocket, smart takes on everything. Catch us every Friday on Maximum Fun. Okay, I've just heard the toilet flush. So something was in the toilet bowl. Door is opened. So she has a blue cup, mostly opaque. Yes. Okay. But if you look down, it's kind of greenish. Guess why? Blue yellow plus blue yellow. is green. Okay, I'm going to get some kind of chaser. Do I want maybe to distantly smell it? <laughs> I think you are into being more than you let on, Ross I'm, I'm into being thorough. <laughs> Whoa. 
freak, you guys. <laughs> Carrie is looking in the fridge. What are you looking for? A chaser. A chaser. Oh, that's a good idea. Plan ahead. Yeah. You could have um, some of those all dressed chips. Carrie no, just introduced me to these. Be like they are a tasty. Drink I can immediately down. <laughs> yeah, get that taste out of your mouth. I have ranch dressing. Here, okay, here. <laughs> ranch dressing. Corona. Okay, a Corona, which is colored like pee. It looks a lot like pee, but it is better than pee. I can say that Corona is much better than pee. <laughs> Damning with faint praise, as they say. Uh, hang on, sorry. Carrie's looking for a church key. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's too bad. This is being postponed. <laughs> I like how you took a whiff of that. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Is this a reflex now? Here, here you go. Uh, okay. Tell me if it smells like your pee. Okay, the cup is warm. <laughs> it smells different. Really? Yeah. How? And a little, I will say a little less intense. I wonder if like I'm more sensitive to my own pee smell. Maybe, but also you've been drinking your morning pee, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, so that's probably why it's less intense. You were saying mine's less intense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to also get a glass of water. Please hold. <laughs> distilled water. Ooh, distilled water. That's another How topic. How else can I put this off? <laughs> <laughs> what other ways? Carrie is stalling for time. No one can Last blame thing. her. <laughs> Last thing. I'm going to put a box in my lap in case I throw up. No, smart. Carrie you... is preparing in case she needs to vomit. Yep. Okay. Oh, no. I don't know if I'll be able to drink and like I, I have confirmed that is a cup of urine. Thank Carrie you. is holding. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want to take a picture of the inside? Sure. Why not, right? In for a penny, in for a pound. In for a pee, in for a poop. Okay, and there's there's just a tiny bit of pee in there, but it's... Pee, but Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's probably why it's less intense of a smell. How but, can you call this a tiny bit of pee? I don't think I'll be able to drink all this. Really? Yes! Because there's nothing in it with it. There's no mixer. <laughs> okay. Ella's looking at me. Probably in support. Actually, she probably loves She's this like, idea. I would do it. Put, when I'm done, I could put this down, and I bet she would lick it clean. She would put her head right in there. <laughs> I, I we're gonna hear like what the most disgusting things were that we said, and I just thought, oh, that's probably gonna be it for a lot of people. <laughs> what? Oh, Ella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, she totally okay. would. Kay. She's gross and a dog. All right. Okay. Oh, Ross. <laughs> if you want me not to, I won't. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's the pee. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm plugging my nose. Did you plug your nose at least? I I held my breath, yes. I hold my breath every time. Okay. <laughs> David Richard is drinking now. Yeah. Drinking Corona. Okay. I love my listeners. One, two, three. Oh my god. <laughs> Carrie drank her pee. Spit, spit, it out. <laughs> spit, spit into the spit box. Out. Good thing you think you had the box. Drank a Corona. Is drinking water. And oh my god! She Ross. looks so grossed out. Oh, she's almost retching. <laughs> oh no! So bad. Uh, it's more the knowledge that it's pee. Yes. 
Oh, it is so psychological. It really is. I was telling you the first time that I did it, even though like there was a lot of juice in it, <laughs> but like I felt like the trauma followed me all day. Oh yeah. Like yeah. you're just aware that like you've done this disgusting thing that like took away your dignity mm-hmm. and it just haunts you all day. And for you that's today. <laughs> Cause you <coughs> oh, oh goodness. Okay, well now maybe I'll combine it with Corona and drink the rest. Oh there you go. Oh cool it down. Oh, least. there's still more in there? Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh I thought you did it all in one gulp. I couldn't Oh no. Okay, she's going Let's for Let's see how much Corona. Round two mixed with Corona. Okay. I'm sure they would not recommend this in the books. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think I think one of the sites recommended abstaining from alcohol. You just burped, and that is for me the grossest thing. After drinking my pee, is I have pee burps. Oh, Ross! So gross! It is so gross. Ah! Okay. Here she goes. Oh, it smells weird. Okay. <laughs> weird. That's Corona a- plus pee is a weird smell. Huh. <laughs> That's the thing too. There is no fully masking pee. Yeah. That is a one. strong smell. Maybe it won't seem so bad now, though. I think that's got to be the case, right? Yes. One, two, three. She's doing it. She's gulping it all down like a trooper. <laughs> T-R-O-U-P-E-R, ah. by the way. I always thought it was trooper with two O's. Oh, nicely I done. did it. Until someone corrected me. Wow. Okay. Oh. Empty cup. Empty cup. You look so like you've lost your dignity. Yes, I have. Oh my god. Which is god. understandable. It's so awful, you guys. It's so awful. Anyway, I was oh been burying the lead here about whether it's been effective for me. Yeah. So no. Um <laughs> I was feeling fine when I started about a week ago. And then I got sick like two days ago. So I went to the fair with my good friend, Nat. And then the next day, I just felt like so exhausted. It was one of those nights where like you wake up after a good night's sleep and you're like, I can do that all over again. Oh, man. Yeah. And I slept till like a really long time and just like couldn't really get out of bed. Just think it's what you'd call feebleness. Oh, no. Which is... A supposed not side effect, but possible outcome you were, of drinking my you were own pee. Enfeebled, right? By your own pee. By my own pee. So I don't think it made me less sick, but it may have made me more sick. So oh. that's something. Oh my goodness! Oh, so sad. <laughs> and also, yes, for the first several days, it gave me really bad diarrhea. Okay, like. As wet as my pee. And how long have you been doing it now? Oh, that's gross. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was one day that I forgot to do it in the morning and was like, oh, shoot, I forgot to do it. Well, it has to be morning pee. Okay, yeah. I guess that's it. That day was the best day of the whole week, uh-huh. health-wise. Oh, wow. Uh, didn't have diarrhea, didn't feel sick. But if you discount that day, I think it's like six days. I want to say six. You kind of flip this around and say, here's a way to feel great. Drink your pee <laughs> and then stop doing Everything's, it. Everything's, yeah, afterward. Yeah, that's right. A little bit of reverse psychology if you will no totally i mean it is one of those you know you have to go through some terrible things in order to appreciate the good right hey at least i'm not drinking my own pee right now exactly (laughs) yeah what could i possibly eat or drink now that i would be like 
This is too gross. Right. And in some way, I would say it opens your horizons and things by comparison just aren't as bad anymore. This corona's great. This is fucking great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Want to hear about my book? No. Okay. I'm just kidding. Of course I do. All right. So I read Your Own Perfect Medicine by Martha M. Christie. It was first published in 1994. Oh, wow. A minute ago. And uh, the subtitle was The Incredible Proven Natural Miracle Cure That Medical Science Has Never Revealed! Exclamation mark. But is proven. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) Tell me more. You caught on to the self-defeating narrative (laughs) right off the bat. Uh But yeah, this reminds me of like a Kevin Trudeau book just in the way it's titled. And she does bury the lead. I was thinking the same with this book. I was thinking of Kevin Trudeau. Oh, really? Just the like stringing out the information with Uh, promises of things to come. He's the one who wrote all the secrets they don't want you to know. Natural cures. I wrote an article about visiting his home and buying stuff from his old house. Including a pair of sunglasses that belong to him that I now own, thanks to Carrie. Ross has Kevin Trudeau glasses. (laughs) Very nice sunglasses that you got at a very steep discount. Yeah, I think I paid 10 bucks, and they're like $300 glasses or something. Because he was mandated to pay Mm -hmm. off some of these restitutions Mm -hmm. for being a scumbucket. Anyways. Con artist. Moving on. Ross, as you tell me this, I'm going to keep drinking my Corona, so if you hear me gulp. It's oh, not pee, it's Corona. By all means. I love the idea of you just casually drinking your own pee after this. Like, <laughs> uh, tell me more. You know what? You, you get used to it. So she does have other books, including Healing Yourself with Homeopathy. Great. Which she released the same year, 1994. It is a sad day when that's a relief to hear. I'm like, oh, not pee? Okay, homeopathy, great. But it does make you question uh, her grasp of medical mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah, all sure. All of a sudden, the next book, MSM, The Super Supplement of the Decade. Oh. That, that was 97. It's long timed out. Huh. It's no longer the super supplement. I don't remember that one, but I think it was mentioned in here as well. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. She didn't mention it in this book. Uh, she also wrote Simple Diagnostic Tests You Can Do at Home in 1995. She was really prolific in the mid-90s. And it's interesting, on Goodreads and Google, they don't list any other books for her. But in the beginning of this book, it mentioned that she is also the author of... The Catcher in the Rye. The international bestseller, Learn to Control Stress with the Stress Test. Also, Reconstructing the Real You, Your Body's Best Defense, How pH Balancing Conquers Aging and Disease. Colloidal Silver... Oh, no. The Natural Alternative to Antibiotics. Oh, no. Herbal Grobust, The Natural Way to a Fuller, Firmer Bust Through (gasps) Herbal Home Balancing. I got to do that. We should both do that. Yeah, indeed. I'm in. And The Pacific You Story, Y-E-W, How an Ancient Tree Became a Modern Miracle. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. I wonder if it's the Tony Alamo tree. I wonder how some of those other books suddenly aren't mentioned on Goodreads or other sites where her books are listed. Is it because the colloidal silver thing didn't pan out? I don't know. Oh, I'm not quite following. That maybe she's trying to downplay that she wrote those other books at this point. Maybe they're no longer available for a reason. Got it. Yeah, colloidal silver can be quite dangerous. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, there's an interview with a guy who was taking colloidal silver for many years. He turned blue. Yeah, you turn like a a silvery blue. Do it. And he was on a show. If you look that up, uh, you'll you'll see. Yeah, it was on like Maury or something. One of those shows. Right. Uh, When I was in Guatemala, I saw a practitioner who did colloidal silver 
therapy and I thought about doing it, but he wasn't there that day. And I was like, well, writing's on the wall. <laughs> yeah. My sweetie Drew is here. What's up? I just heard you guys talking about colloidal silver and I just wanted to rush in. Yeah, oh, do okay. It. Do you have something to tell us about colloidal silver? Not it's really. Drew Spears, everyone. Drew Spears. <laughs> he has thoughts on colloidal I mean, silver. You already mentioned the Maury thing. I think a lot of like local libertarian candidates for office have also, not a lot, but I think there's been like one or two that have turned colloidal silver colored. That would be a oh, lot in my book. Weird. Yeah, it does seem like it would have overlap with like the psychonaut culture, which can tend to be. I think very much so the yeah. libertarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just drank pee. Do you want to kiss? Uh, maybe later. Do you want to kiss? Maybe later. You don't want to kiss? <laughs> maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> After a thorough brushing of your teeth. <laughs> okay. I can't brush my teeth because I don't believe in fluoride. <laughs> so I think her other books are relevant to how one should take this book into context. Since I was reading this as a PDF that had been shared with me, I was able to do a word search. The word miracle is in the book 21 times. Oh, wow. The word pee is never used. Okay, but urine is? Urine is all over the place, countless times. Yeah, I'm not sure if pee is in this drink either. If it's in this drink. (laughs) Oh, boy, Carrie. Oh, boy, you said the wrong thing. They They also didn't use the convenient euphemism micturate which is one of my favorite words to use oh does that mean pee yeah which i learned from the game diablo 2 because warive says i'd rather micturate in a tankard of my own ale i'm especially good at micturating indeed so that was not used either just a lot of urine okay so my stomach hurts no poor Carrie. so poor martha she tells the story of her awful early life with so many diseases and one horrendous medical problem after another so she had prolonged menstruation with horrific cramps and she was diagnosed with pelvic inflammatory disease oh i know someone with that that's really painful ulcerative colitis okay it's like crohn's crohn's disease as well was on the list Chronic fatigue syndrome, Hashimoto's disease, disorder of the thyroid gland, and mononucleosis. Well, okay. (laughs) I mean, I had mono in high school too, but... um... She also had severe chronic kidney infections, two miscarriages. Oh, jeez. Chronic cystitis, severe candida, and infections for which she was prescribed antibiotics. She had intense food allergies. She was just documenting all these terrible, terrible things happening to her body and how she would constantly go to doctors and get misdiagnosed or given something that didn't help. And she was even mentioning that her homeopathic cures were not fully helping her. Okay, maybe that's why she doesn't tout those books anymore. Who knows? Yeah, this is interesting too because some of those complaints overlap. Like I'm pretty sure ulcerative colitis is like you don't quite – match the symptoms of Crohn's, but you're close. So it's weird to have both of those. Right. And then like, I was just looking this up to make sure I'm right about this. And I think I am. I believe chronic fatigue, you only get that diagnosis if they cannot figure out the mechanism by which you are becoming so tired. Oh, okay. But Hashimoto's definitely gives you fatigue. Oh. So yeah, it's, it's just like, and it's kind of a weird little jumble of Maybe things. these are different physicians she's going uh, to. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. Coming up with different explanations and i'm just gonna take her word at all of this you know that she went through and experienced all these things sounds 
horrific. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, she went to doctors in Mexico and tried alternative therapies, and they okay. pumped spices into her body and all kinds of other things. I don't know. That, I, Whoa. That's me paraphrasing from memory, but she tried all these different things, and none of it was working. Jesus. Okay. But then someone told her about Was it this. God? No. Oh. Not directly, anyhow. About this miracle substance. Oh, no. Then she starts to go into testimonials about this substance and this natural cure. and Let it become, let it become, let it become. <laughs> so she shares her own testimonial and other people who have beaten cancer. No! Not cancer! Rheumatoid arthritis, AIDS. Here's a direct quote. Medical scientists and doctors in the U.S. and all over the world have proven that this incredible body fluid and its components can actually destroy disease-causing viruses, bacteria, and cancerous tumors, dissolve dangerous blood clots that cause heart attacks, heal ulcers, obesity, asthma, hay fever, allergies, colds, flu, and digestive complaints, as well as a host of other abnormalities and diseases. She doesn't mention for... Is it Corona? (laughs) she goes 14 pages of the book without using the word she does bury the lead quite a bit because she wants you to be so interested in what is this that finally killed her of all these horrific maladies this is a good sign of a person who doesn't know how books work oh that you're going to pick this up and not know what the book's about and get 14 Mm. pages in and actually be surprised is such a slim likelihood well if you're looking around the bookshop and you see one that just says your own perfect medicine maybe it is a miracle cure that the medical establishment doesn't want you to know about yes but i mean books mostly get sold by word of mouth and really what's going to happen is your friend's going to be like i read this amazing book about drinking your pee oh there's so many claims early on here and i recognize the name stanislav berzinski Oh, yeah, of course. Yep. So he was quoted saying that urine is an excellent diuretic and then says it can also treat gonorrhea, tuberculosis, glaucoma, hydrocephalus, delirium tremens, premenstrual edema, meningitis, epilepsy. Epilepsy. Chronic and acute hepatitis, whooping cough, asthma, hay fever, hives, migraine and intestinal dysfunctions, multiple sclerosis, colitis, hypertension, lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, hepatitis, hyperactivity, pancreatic, insufficiency, psoriasis, and eczema. Ooh, I lit up at that. Eczema, diabetes, herpes, zoster. Mm -hmm. That's the typical herpes. And mononucleosis. And there were so many other diseases, but clearly this is a cure-all. Oh, it can just magically cure everything. So after 14 pages of built anticipation, Mm -hmm. she says... So what is this mystery miracle medicine, and why don't any of us know anything about it? Penicillin. If the body really does produce such an amazing substance, and doctors and scientists have used it to heal people, where are the news reports, the accolades, the commercials, the media hype? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You want to know the answer? Then prepare yourself by first opening your mind. Let go of your initial disbelief and preconceptions and get ready for the best kept secret in medical history. All right, here I go. This extraordinary miracle medicine that numerous doctors, researchers, and hundreds of people have used for healing is human urine. Gross! Well, that's why she had to prepare you, Carrie, because that was going to be your reaction. And it still is. So then she immediately shifts gears to let us know, Hate the primary ingredient of amniotic fluid is urine. 
Is that true? I'm going to take her at her word. It yeah. sounds like it could yeah, be. It seems possible. Or urea anyway, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. So you needed that to grow in mm-hmm. utero. So there's the implicit logic that, well, you should be basting in it now. Uh-huh. Well, I'm looking at a study from the Brazilian Journal of Medical and Biological Research. It looks like urea is one of the parts but there's several other things. Now this site says the fluid consists mostly of fetal urine that bathes the developing fetus. Ah, oh, gross babies. Ew, babies, you're babies. gross. Hey babies, you ever thought of this? Don't be gross. By the way, I'm reading all my notes here from my journal. Nice. <laughs> J-O <Nice>. urinal. <laughs> I chuckle every time I open up journal.txt. We also learned that urine is cleaned blood from the liver that passes through the kidneys. And there, as you said in your book, it is filtered. And this filtering process removes excess amounts of water, salts, and other elements in the blood that your body does not need at the time. That's a key <laughs> emphasis. That yes, your body ah, is right. expelling it because it's just more of these great helpful nutrients than your body needs at the moment. And it's like, you hang on to this for me? I'm but, gonna need it back. But if hold you, my beer. If you <laughs> if you had all that in your body already, seems like you had the ability to make it. And so you're gonna make more, which mm-hmm. you do because you make more pee. Mm-hmm. So so why do you need to start this whole cycle. cycle where you bring it back in? But the implication that she gets into later is that your body is learning as it deals with various problems. Okay, so same kind of idea. Yeah, and it's encoding the almost vaccine-like antidote to right. whatever your body is fighting with. And then it expels it. So really, that pee that happens when you're at the worst case of your symptoms, that is the strongest reagent to pour back into your body. You know, this really shows the power of an analogy. Yeah. If you just convince someone like, it's like this thing you already understand, mm-hmm. we're like, okay, checks out. Even though an analogy is just to help you understand something that's already true. It right. has to be true first. Yes. So yes, it might be like a vaccine, but it also might not be. Right. And in fact, I think it is not. Yeah, I think you're right. A lot of people don't question that first assumption. Mm-hmm. They're busy focusing on- That click, on- that mental click. Of yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I know a thing like that. You've, you've got something more immediate in your mind and you're dealing with that instead of saying, wait a second, let's evaluate where this came from. Mm-hmm. She goes on to quote other journals and magazines and she's pulling stuff from as far back as 1906 <laughs> just to any anything she can wow. find to talk positively about urine or urea itself. And she says it's the most researched natural substance in medicine. How can it be the most researched and medical professionals are suppressing it? Exactly. Yeah, she tries to have it both ways constantly. So, oh, there's all this evidence. And yet, right, it's being suppressed. Those are mutually exclusive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if she's, by studied, she's thinking of individuals drinking their own urine and saying, yep, that was good. But she's pointing to medical professionals. Oh, okay, sure. And even if she meant that, like, even if you have hundreds of them, these really big, like, cohort studies often have that many people. And you actually control the variables and make sure you're doing good science. But I think the idea is that you have the pharmaceutical companies and they've bought out so many doctors. Mm, The the larger mass of the medical juggernaut is holding back these few intrepid, brave researchers who are doing, you know, all this. That is a thing that could happen. Great research. 
She it is not impossible that that would happen. And apparently that's all the evidence we need. And she makes this point. It's true. Urine is a very good diagnostic tool. You mm-hmm. can learn a lot about what's going on inside someone's body from what comes out. Absolutely. You know, it's just like if you're trying to figure out whether someone murdered somebody, maybe you look at their footprints or their fingerprints. But you know what you don't do? Eat them. <laughs> <laughs> see that was an analogy and for a second you were all like you know she's right and then there was a pause and then you thought she's not right and that's because analogies only take you so far one of my favorite lines from fiddler on the roof which is my favorite movie is tevia is hearing this one guy argue and he says oh he's right and then the other guy says the exact opposite thing or argues with him he says oh he's also right And so someone calls him out on this. He's right. And he's right. They can't both be right. (laughs) And Tevye says, you know, you are also right. (laughs) That's cute. So speaking of Jews. Yeah. Can we? Just real quick. We have a friend, Mark Oppenheimer, who does a terrific podcast called Unorthodox. That's all about Judaism. Mm -hmm. And they did a really great episode that. He actually texted me and was like, we own a Ross and carried it. Oh, nice. So they went out on the street uh, with these. We make a very awkward verb. Yeah, definitely. They went out on the street with these Jewish folks who are like very evangelical and they'll actually stop other Jews and say, are you Jewish? Okay, then like, let's pray together. Because Sounds like Jews for Jesus. They're not messianic. Oh, okay. Um, but it's like, they still believe that Jews are the chosen people. And so they should be doing all these things from the Old Testament that are starting to be more and more ignored. They will kind of by sight, like guess who's Jewish, say, are you Jewish? Okay, cool. Hey, have you done this stuff you should have done by now today? Ah. And kind of guilt people into doing it. Oh, goodness. So Mark and his co-hosts joins them uh, in fun. their outreach attempts. It's very, very fun. And I recommend the podcast. Excellent. Yeah. Speaking of recommendations, we just saw a movie a couple days ago called Behind the Curve. It was so good. Yeah. It's about the Flat Earth Movement. Features Mark Sargent and prominently. And Jaron Campanella. Jaron Campanella and Patricia. Not as prominently, but he's in there. Patricia Steer, uh, many other luminaries within the Flat Earth Movement. And it was so well done. So Good, you guys. And I, and I think like really shares a lot of the spirit of our show. Yeah, it focuses a lot on just the people themselves and how they handle themselves and what they do. And, and it doesn't pass judgment per se, but it shows enough that mm-hmm. it can inform your own opinion. And it's funny on a certain subtle level. Yeah, without the jokes being at anybody's expense. Right, and I learned a lot from it. Uh, even after all the time we spent looking at the flat earth, there's a very fascinating scene with Jaron Campanella trying to conduct experiments with lasers to prove the the flatness of the earth. We kind of talked with him about that on the show and a great scene about this $20,000 gyroscope that they bought yep. to try to show that the earth is not tilting. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to figure out how to get it not to show that the earth is tilting <laughs> right. 15 degrees per but, hour. But, you know, to their credit, they were openly talking about how that yeah. was a problem. Oh, yeah. Such a great film. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It Behind was at the, the Curve. Behind the Curve. It was at the LA Film Festival. So right now it doesn't have wide release. Hopefully it will soon. But yeah, follow them on Twitter. I'm sure you'll hear more about its release. Okay, so going back to my book here. She kept railing against the medical industry. It became a little mantra to say drugs and surgery, drugs and surgery. That's Uh, that's all the medical field does. That's all they care about because that's what they can sell. And said that 
so much of what medicine has claimed as triumph has really just been good hygiene. And that's really uh, what all the I advances I just heard this come. today from an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, yes, hygiene has been one of the, the most helpful things Absolutely. for saving lives. And someone was asking me the other day, if we started from square one again and you had to introduce one piece of knowledge, what would you reveal? I'd say eh, microorganisms. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Germ theory. Yeah. yeah. Hey, this is why you need to wash your hands because mm -hmm. that you know, would save lives. There's a similar thing in Donnie Darko where he is. Oh, really? Yeah, he's given an assignment to make a stand for what's the most important invention so far in human history. And I'm struggling to remember the scene, but I think he says that to his girlfriend and she's like, well, it's soap. Mm. And he's like, soap? <laughs> She's like, it's definitely soap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saves lives. Yep. So, little, so that's true. Yeah. But it's not responsible for every good thing that's ever <laughs> happened since vaccines have done quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, goodness. And mass reproduction of food. Uh-huh. Agricultural and science. guess what? Surgery. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. A little, little pieces of truth that are taken to extremes here. She told a few scary stories of people who either received the wrong drugs or were in a drug trial and were harmed. Yes, those things do happen. Mm -hmm. That doesn't absolutely that doesn't mean that uh, drugs aren't helpful. Uh, she spent a little bit of time talking about how tuberculosis is rising in America. I looked up the statistics on that, especially now that over two decades have eclipsed since she wrote the book. And no, TB has continued just to drop and drop mm. and drop. Mm -hmm. So you know, the, the doctors are actually caring about people's health and, and the problem has been getting better. Does that seem to have been accurate when she wrote the book? There was an ever so slight uptick oh, on okay. an overall downward Statistical progression. Blip. But it, but really it was small and that continued to drop mm -hmm. after that and still does. Uh HIV too, she was talking about, you know, well they can't do anything for HIV. What? And, well, this was nineteen ninety four, but Oh, okay. But still it was way better than it was in nineteen eighty. Right. And now HIV is not a death sentence yeah. anymore. So for sure. It, it wasn't from people drinking their own pee. There, I mean, there's even early signs of a vaccine for HIV. Just a lot of exciting oh, man. research going on. So yeah, exciting. That's where the answer is going to come from, not from people learning to drink their own pee. Uh, <laughs> she was. You say that, but do you know it? You don't know. She it? also kept talking about studies where they'd say, "Oh wow, when we concentrated urea around this particular gonorrhea or growth or tumor or cancer cell, it would kill it off." And that could very well be true. But the concentrations she's talking about uh -huh. are not going to disperse mm -hmm. into our body when we drink our own pee. Right. So you'd have to bathe yourself in pee constantly all day. Bathe your internal organs in pee. You'd, right. Yeah. And also... You'd pickle yourself in, <laughs> in your own urine. Exactly. I mean, sometimes things die simply because you've deprived them of oxygen. Like any living thing would die in enough pee. So I, yeah, you kill the cancer, but you get enough of that pee around you and you too will suffocate. I just got a mental image of a book called Pickle Yourself in Your Own Urine. <laughs> there was a lot of discussion of people injecting urine as well in studies. God damn it. Why? <laughs> yeah, right. As if drinking it wasn't bad enough, directly injecting it in God damn it, guys. <laughs> into your body? What? Why? Uh, they get so close to good ideas and then just <laughs> back it up a mile. She talked about Stanislav Bersinski again and his anti-neoplastons. Right. So Stanislav Brzezinski is this guy who's like um, an alt-med cancer doctor 
doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who touts this treatment that is unproven for for cancer, but people will go to his center and pay tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars for cures. Yeah, he's saying he can pull these certain protein peptide chains out of the body. Like his whole theory is that cancer is all about a loss of information in the cells. And he's using these anti-neoplastons to restore the information back to the cells. Mm-hmm. Our friend Robert Blaskowitz has done a lot of really good work uh, look, uh, yeah. looking into Brzezinski and explaining exactly what's wrong with mm-hmm. these ideas. Yeah, Bob Blaskowitz, whose initials are legitimately BJ Blaskowitz for <laughs> all of you Wolfenstein fans out there. An early video game, the main character is a Jewish American who goes into Hitler's Germany and just blows everything to hell. Ah, wow. Because in video games, the enemies are usually zombies or Nazis because those are things that you can kill indiscriminately Mm -hmm. in a video game. Okay. There you go. Going back to the book. We are repeatedly reminded that there are no negative side effects to urine. Oh, great. But you can get a fever and a sore throat (laughs) and eczema and herpes. And also we've talked about this before that when you don't have any side effects, it might call into question whether you're doing anything to begin with. You might personally experience no side effects. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if there are no side effects even known for that drug, then it's probably just not doing much. Lots of testimonials in here. And they mention frequently eczema. Oh, okay. Something you've got. Had on my foot since our firewalking investigation. So for a couple years now, I've been really struggling with this pain in my foot and constant flakiness and itchiness. So I thought, oh, good. I have a very clear thing I can test with the urine therapy. You know, guys, you know when you got to pee on your foot because you firewalked? You get it. Hey, speaking of peeing on your foot. Yeah. People talk about peeing on your appendage if you get a jellyfish sting. Oh, right. That is not helpful. Yeah, it turns out don't you can, do that. You can actually make things worse that way. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. That is a, a myth. Yep. Even though there's a Friends episode about it, don't do it. There's also a MythBusters episode about it. Ah, uh, okay. Don't do it. In the unlikely event that you or we're about to someone near you is being stung by a jellyfish <laughs> as we speak, do not pee on them. Hey, you know, also in my book, it said something about covering open wounds with pee, like like soaking a t-shirt in pee and covering your open wounds yep. with them. My book said that as well. Oh, my God. Or it seems said you, really dangerous. Or it said you could dab them with cotton swabs soaked in urine. Oh, it's such a bad idea. People think that urine is sterile. This is not true. It's sterile while it's in your body, but mm-hmm. it very quickly becomes... Not sterile as it leaves you. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. I remember in an episode of Bullshit, they mentioned that urine is sterile. And Uh. I went around telling people that for a while. But as it leaves your body, it goes through the urethra and there it picks up plenty of bacteria. But that is why when the doctor asks you to get a urine sample, they have you do a midstream catch. Right. You want to get that cup under your pee after you've already expelled some of it. I will say I have been doing that when I've drunk my pee. Oh, I've good been deal. getting rid of the first, I've you know. started doing that. Oh, okay. Get rid of the first three or four seconds of pee. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I didn't pick up on that the first couple times. Oh, gosh. And actually, this reminds me of a story that Drew Spears told me, and Drew Spears is right here. 
Uh, yeah. One of the first popular pro wrestlers in Japan was a guy by the name of Rikidozan. I believe I'm pronouncing his name correctly. And he died in the 60s because he was at a Japanese nightclub and a gangster who had some sort of grudge with him stabbed him with a blade and Rikidozan like fought him off and was like, oh, it was only a minor cut. I, I'll go to the hospital later. And he just like, spent the rest of the night partying. It turned out that the gangster put his blade in urine, uh, thus giving him like septic shock oh, in the no. wound. So it is very much not a healing substance. It might kill you. Oh, wow. Thank you, Drew. Okay, so after reading all of this exciting information around page 188, I got my instructions. Oh, good God. What to do. So they also recommended just starting with drops. It's almost a PS. <laughs> the idea was uh, just... Drink a couple drops, put them under your tongue, ah. sublingual application of pee, just to get over the initial shock. A they, shock you should never have to get over. They also mentioned doing the clean catch midstream okay. during your morning urine, mm -hmm. so that's important. She said, don't dilute, just work your oh. way up. Oh my God, I'm so glad you read that one and I read this one. But she did say that a homeopathic preparation was just as effective. Wait, what? You can't dilute it, but you can have a homeopathic preparation, which is extreme dilution? <laughs> that yep. doesn't make any sense. Don't ask me to defend the logic. That's what it said. Is it as strong or stronger? Pretty much. She also had, God. She had an interesting point about the uh, alkaline versus acidic balance. Okay. Saying that it becomes, I think, more alkaline as the day goes on if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. Like starts at a pH five and then goes to like an eight at night. And I went to go buy myself some pH test strips mm -hmm. and neither the CVS nor the Walgreens had them. And Ridiculous. Then I went to order some online and they said they would be there by Tuesday if I ordered them, which would be tomorrow. And then I just got an email saying, they're being shipped and you're going to get them next Tuesday. Oh, good God. Which does me no good. So I wanted to add that to my experiment and now I can't. Uh, which is part of the reason I wanted to continue drinking my pee. Yes. So when Jordan dropped out, we were supposed to record a couple days after that. And uh, Ross was like, well, <laughs> hey, listen, it was just the two of us. I feel like I need to give this what more if time. We drunk our pee an extra week. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you're Ross. <laughs> yeah. I guess we're doing this. <laughs> but. I'm really the hero of this story because I went along with it. And I'm still drinking my pee. Truly. I'm a saint. Truly. Just because Ross wants to give this a fair chance. You know what else I gave a fair chance, though? Hmm. Something way better. Bombas. Bombas. Yes. My favorite socks. Truly, you guys. I'm so happy these two are advertising on this particular episode because- yeah. In the midst of our suffering, you get to hear about two of my favorite sponsors. Truly, truly, truly. I love Bomba socks. Now, when other socks come up in the rotation, I'm like, ah, oh, goddammit. I want some <laughs> of that sweet arch support. And that's what it features along with a cushioned footbed, stay up technology, seamless toes, and super soft cotton. They are designed to be the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. Many researchers have shown this. <laughs> it is one of the best kept secrets. Uh, <laughs> Bombas also donates one brand new pair of socks for every pair they sell. 
And to date, they've sold and donated over 7 million pairs. That's so awesome. I've probably said this before, but socks are something that people need in the homeless community very, very badly. So if someone near you doesn't have access to that stuff, get them socks. Yeah, you can even tell Bombas about causes that you're interested in. Oh, really? Near you. That's great. Yeah, so they sent some socks to us. Yep, super comfortable socks. And and stylish. I've said before, I am picky about socks. I'm all about the feel of yep, the sock. Yep, 100%. I tend to go for dark socks in general, but they need to feel good. Yeah, that's the most important thing. And not have that terry cloth gunk in the middle. Blech. Oh, yeah. Well, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, the oh, no worst. Way. Who bears that? I'm a generally athletic person. I'm walking around and running around a yeah. lot. And uh, I, I need those socks to be comfortable and breathable. And these are. They're so good. And if you order a pair before... November 15th, you will be covered by the laundry back guarantee. Yes, that's right. You heard it here. If one of your Boma socks disappears into the sock Bermuda Triangle, <laughs> they will send you a replacement pair, no questions asked. Pretty we cool. Should, we should do an episode where we travel into the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> With our Boma socks. <laughs> sure. Oh. <laughs> All you have to do is go to bombas.com slash ono, O-H-N-O. And that's bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com. And you'll get 20% off your first order. That's bombas.com slash ono and code ono, O-H-N-O. Sock it up. No, oh, wait. Hold on, Carrie. I just Ross had a, is it? I carry your pigeon deliver to me a message. <gasps> and uh, it's a jumbotron, apparently. Oh, my goodness. Hold Hello, on. sweet little pigeon. You are beautiful and wonderful, and let, I love you. Let me unscroll it. Okay. Okay. Uh, it looks like it's from Katie and Michael. Oh, my goodness. To Sarah. To Sarah. Wait, hand that here. Yeah, what do they say? Oh, no. It's your birthday again. <laughs> we hope you have a year filled with OBEs, synchronicities, and most importantly, Lots of owl sightings. Exactly. Thank you for introducing us to OnRack and many happy returns on your bird day. Ah, from Katie and Michael. That's right. Now, they actually told us to yell, oh no, so it's not our fault. Yep, sorry. Take it up with Katie and Michael. But keep scrolling down, Carrie. There's another one. Oh, my goodness. Scroll, 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 scroll through this scroll. Oh, this one here. This one for Anna Chill from Nick. That's the one. It says, happy belated birthday, Annabelle. Thanks for introducing me to this wonderful podcast. And thanks for choosing to spend your days with me. Oh, That's really nice. Our listeners are so sweet. I know. We don't deserve them. We pee and then drink it. Yeah, let's talk about pee now. <sighs> okay. <laughs> all right. Boy, there. I have all kinds of other notes, but uh, here's some highlights. So there's no HIV in the urine, only the antigens. So okay. Just to forestall like, oh, no, why would I you know, pee this cancerous cell out, let's say, mm-hmm. and then just ingest it again? No, no, no. Only the good stuff makes it to uh, the pee. Right. That, I mean, see, that's almost... <laughs> It's so close to right, you know, because it's like that is what we look for mm-hmm. when we're looking to see if you're infected. Mm-hmm. I mean, not always, but in many cases you look for the anti- the antibody or whatever, but that doesn't mean you can just drink your pee. <laughs> There's also recommendations to do massage with the urine. Just rub it all over your body. Oh, dear God. And of course, as a, a topical solution for, for skin diseases or skin problems haven't you been doing that on your face (laughs) yeah we'll get there okay i was talking earlier about alkaline versus acidic 
pee. If your pee is too acidic, you can add a pinch of baking soda to it. Oh, that's so nice. Maybe it'll absorb some of the bad smell. It won't. (laughs) She does warn women who are pregnant to be careful that this might not be for you. Uh, Be careful or don't drink it. Just talk to your uh, Mm. physician who is aware of of how cool urine is. (laughs) She said some women say it helped them conceived. Some women told me this. She also said discontinue its use during the days that you're attempting to conceive. And I wrote, you think? Because no one's going to so, yeah, bone you. Someone's going to sleep with you. It's best not to drink your urine <laughs> at least that day. You know what? I just went to the LA County Fair last weekend. Uh, you know about it, but I play this dare game with Natalie where oh, we dare each other oh, to yeah. do like, socially awkward you know, things. I like that game way more than I thought I would. Okay, good. One of the dares I had to do was we were going down one of those huge long slides with the bumps on them. Mm-hmm. And you have to go on like a potato sack. Yeah. I had to go up to the person operating it and say, can you go on this if you're trying to get pregnant? (laughs) That's a great one. (laughs) Thank you. I came up with it and everybody else was like, well, you probably shouldn't if you're trying to get pregnant. And I was like, no, if you are pregnant, if you're trying to get pregnant, it just means you're fucking a lot. Nobody seemed to get why this was so funny, but it ended up flipping back on me because of the rules of the game. Yeah. And I had to do it. Which Natalie always does. Yes, she turns it into a 50% chance that you will have to do it. Yeah, we'll tell you all about this game later. But anyway, (laughs) so I go up to the guy, I'm like grabbing my potato sack and just really with a lot of chill said, uh, oh, hey, like you can do this if you're trying to get pregnant, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his eyes light up and then he's like, wait, 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 who's true? Who's who's pregnant? And I'm like, no one. What? No. And then I point to all of us. There are three women and one man. And I'm like, we're all trying. And uh, and he was like, lucky guy. He goes, if something happens, it is not our fault. <laughs> Hilarious. She does recommend not doing drugs or drinking or smoking and to avoid meat. Hey, these are all good pieces of advice. Yeah. Though... It does say in the book that none of those things will decrease the quality of your pee. Oh. It's, if you're a smoker or on drugs, eh, it'll still work. Is it just like in general that's better for your health? This is just some of my advice? Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that was the character of it. Research studies also indicate that symptoms of illness may temporarily increase immediately following the first few doses of urine therapy. Isn't that interesting? But in all cases, these symptoms dissipate Within 24 to 48 hours. Oh, nope. (laughs) I had diarrhea for like four days straight. Disagree. Uh, Fasting can be a great bonus to explore. Homeopathy plus urine therapy. Fasting sounds so nice after you've drunk your pee. Great. Homeopathic medicines are also safe and produce no side effects. Uh, Yeah. Touche. That one's actually true. (laughs) The C preparations are better than the X preparations, and it's better to do it at home. And they even give instructions on how to perform succussions. Oh, wow. Yeah, and do the whole homeopathic Interesting. Process. And C is like the much more dilute version than X. She said C dilutions are better than mm-hmm, X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like many times more dilute. Right, because I think the X is just 10 and the C mm-hmm. is 100. Yep. For stubborn psoriasis or eczema, you can apply it to skin with cotton swab or a spray <sighs> bottle. <laughs> Can you imagine a spray bottle with your pee in it? I just immediately picture someone picking that up and be like, oh, this is so great. It's such a hot day. Spritz the sun on their <laughs> face. And it's like your partner's pee. 
and uh, urine packs can if you have a pack of urine that you can urine packs yeah like an ice pack but it's a urine oh, pack God. a wet sopping mess of urine you can strap onto somebody with a bee sting mosquito bite even a scorpion bite she had a personal anecdote about using that poisonous snake bites yep it even says that don't do that go to the hospital yeah they say to get regular treatment but on top of that apply some urine to that you can also use it on various growths tumors burns and even use it as an eye drop oh don't do it also i hate when i guess it's better than nothing but when people are like well you should also go to the real doctor but do this thing Uh because it's like i guess it's good that you're saying that but you're still putting in my head that this thing works i might just think okay yeah, yeah yeah i'll call the doctor later and that's precious time it's Yo. like having a fake 911 line and being like, right. you can call this and, you know, like, we'll take care of you even better than the police. But if we- it doesn't work out, you can call the police then. Well, I might be fucking stabbed by then. Right. If yeah, you're we- a fake line, don't even give me your info. <laughs> right. We know people sometimes accidentally hit A11. So we just kind of mess with them for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Th- that's a really good point. The main danger of a lot of these things is that they distract you from yeah. useful Mm-hmm. modalities this is an analogy that works our friends over at sawbones mm-hmm. another podcast on the maximum fun network Great they show. did an episode on urine and historical uses ah. of it and i guess back in i, I want to say roman days they would use urine on their teeth to oh, fuck me whiten them ah it's a teeth whitener you know what Maybe just leave your teeth a little dirty. Jesus fucking Christ. That would be better. Stop it. <laughs> it there were, it was a good episode. So uh, I was listening to that one again. Yeah, don't stop it, Sydney and Justin. You guys are great. Stop it, people peeing on your right, teeth. Right. And yeah, there were other highlights of the book, but you get the idea. That's yeah. what I learned from your own perfect medicine. And then I realized, oh, okay, I'm ready to do this myself. Actually, I got started while I was reading the book. <sighs> All right, Carrie, should I drink my own pee at this point? No. No? Okay. But I think you want to. (laughs) I think we've learned a lot about Ross, this investigation. This was really an investigation of Ross. (laughs) And we've learned he's real into pee. I have no response for that. (laughs) Well, you know, our good friend and lawyer, Matthew, I told him about this investigation. Mm -hmm. And everyone I've told has been like, oh, that's so gross. Oh, my God, I can't believe the stuff you guys do. I tell Matthew and he goes, hell yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And then I was like, are you into pee? And he was like, no, 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 And I was like, okay, I get it. You're into pee. So I feel like two of the most important men in my life I have learned are very into pee. Okay. Yeah. Oh, weird. You being the other one. Yeah, but there sure. isn't some Well, other. thank you. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm honored <laughs> and insulted. <laughs> okay, so we've been doing this for a while. It's probably time for us to take an episode break. Mm-hmm. We have more to tell you. We're going to do this a bit longer. You know what else we can take? A What's, bathroom break. Yeah, I, I kind of got to pee. Perfect. All right, my turn. <laughs> okay, Ross is getting up. By the way, we recorded my apartment, so he's getting up from... My table where we've been eating all dress Ruffles chips, the best chip, by far the best flavor. Hi to all our Canadian listeners. I hear you. I see you. I feel you. Ross is walking with a cup to the bathroom. He held it up as if in victory, which I don't, I think that's wrong. He's going into the bathroom. 
Now he will pee into the cup. Ella looked at him as he passed. What's he doing, she thought. Surely something normal, but she is wrong. Can you guys hear that? That's my cuckoo clock. It goes off every hour on the hour, and usually we have to hold for it, but I'm not holding this time because Ross isn't holding. He's peeing. Waiting for Ross. Waiting for Ross. I can't hear him peeing into the cup, which you'd think I would. The house is quiet with anticipation. How much pee will it be? I ask myself. A lot of pee? A little pee? Will it be shocking yellow? Will it be a light, clear yellow? Oh, the toilet flushes, say I. I hear him using the soap. Here's a funny thing. When you're drinking your own pee, it's hard to decide whether to use soap. Every time afterward, I'm like, why am I washing my hands? Like, so that I don't get pee on them? Because I'm about to drink my fucking pee. It really destroys your whole concept of a civilized society. It's a clear cup. Yeah, it's a clear cup. Drew's in here. He's watching. He's like, I got to witness this because all the men in my life are into pee. This is what I'm telling you. Drew's shaking his head, but I know it's true. Do you have any extra Coronas? Yeah. Yes, we have an extra Corona. Can we grab it? Thank you, honey. Uh, we don't have Coronas. Oh. Oh, anything that can serve as a chaser, because I will want to wash this flavor out of my mouth. Drew's looking for some kind of chaser. It's, Ross is smelling his own pee. It is not as strong as the morning pee, I got to say. I'm sure. And that is a relief. Still absolutely disgusting. But this is about as much as I drink every day. I'm closing in on the pee. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's so gross how it makes those little white bubbles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, more bubbles on the morning pee for sure. Oh, you got a Corona. Oh, okay, so uh, let me get you a bottle opener because I don't think those are oh, twisties. It is not a twist okay. off. But I'm going to keep trying. One ah. Ta-da. That's impressive. Cool, right? Oh, yeah, that is cool. Okay. That smells, I, I don't even like beer and that smells much better. Okay. Okay. Bottoms up. He's doing it. <sighs> okay. So hold my breath and one, two, three. Ella's wagging her tail. <laughs> oh, oh, the worst part is when you have to breathe. Yeah. And then, and then you get then hit with your the aftertaste. Taste buds kick in. Oh, oh, so gross. Oh, okay. Get that, <laughs> drinking the Corona. Oh, a true hero of the oh. people. This is why I'm excited. I get to show my fortitude. Yeah, oh, I know. I know that's what's really behind all this. And we oh. appreciate it, Ross. It's for you listeners. <laughs> and all of you are like, why? We didn't ask for this. We didn't want this. <laughs> Some we told, people did. We told you not to. <laughs> oh, and everybody. Hey. The sirens that are always going off. They call while me. we record. They, they've They're come, coming to They've come you. to help me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is deranged and he needs help. We've come for him. Oh, man. Well, thank you, Ross. You're welcome. Okay. So there you have it. I was willing to drink my own pee, uh, but I'll tell you the the fuller story later on and how I have kept this from my wife all along. My wife. She knows we're investigating urine therapy. She knows I've been reading the book and talking about (laughs) it. She probably notices that I've been spending longer in the bathroom in the mornings. (laughs) Do you kiss her after? Making sounds. Eventually, yes. Well, yeah, I, I guess so. I do brush my teeth thoroughly. So I'm not 
sure just how aware she is of what's really going on and how much she suspects. But she has been willing to kiss me and act normally toward me, so... You should tell her with a Jumbotron! (laughs) She's a good wife either way, and I just hope she doesn't listen to the show. Oh, the beer is good because I don't taste it when I burp afterward. Yeah. There's something about urine that makes you burp afterward, and it's gross. So gross. It's so disgusting. I've read that like it makes people gassy in general in either direction. Strange. Yeah. I don't know why that would be. Maybe just like general stomach upset. I don't know. So with the next episode, I'll tell the story of my own urine journey. And uh, and then we'll hear more about your progress. Okay. And uh, find out how it worked with us. Did it cure the eczema on my foot? So I'm thinking for this next week, I will experiment with the two other things mentioned in the book. One being drinking your later in the day pee. Okay. And the other being homeopathic preparations of pee, which at this point I'm strongly looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. See if it's just as effective at giving you diarrhea. Or- more effective because yes. rhythmia rules yes also usually i tell my cohorts at work about my investigations and what's uh-huh. going on haven't said a word about this <laughs> ross works at disney yeah they don't need to know no one wants to hear that are there any disney movies about someone drinking pee no why would there be i don't know i'm trying to think if like maybe an iron will or something some extreme situation where someone has to drink their own pee yeah it seems like Disney's oeuvre is large enough that you could convince somebody that some line is about drinking pee, you know? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I And I, I think it's actually my dad, when I was telling him about this, and he did not want details either, he was saying, oh, it's like Life of Pi. Oh, So there okay. you go. That's not a Disney film, but I guess we have some uh, urine drink in there. <sighs> well, guys... Which, by the way, it, it won't hurt you. It's not, like, super dangerous to drink normal pee for a normal person. Maybe. I mean, but if it gives you, like, a terrible fever and stuff. I don't know. I read some stuff that was, like, eh, you can get pretty dang sick. Mm. But That's pro- prolonged usage versus just immediate hmm, usage. That's a good question. I mean, I'm sure that's bad for you, prolonged. But I think the concerns were more with, like, getting some bacteria back in your system and getting acutely sick. So I think that could happen at any stage in your pee development. (laughs) But I'm not sure. I'm not willing to say it's not dangerous. I really don't know. Okay, fair enough. Maybe Sydney McElroy will come on and tell us. I'm really just saying that right now. I haven't asked her. We'll see. Tweet at her. Tweet at her nonstop and be like, I know that you're pregnant. I know that you're busy. I know that you're a doctor. But you need to talk to Ross and Carrie about pee. I think they have the baby now. Oh, great. See, she's not busy. She had the goddamn baby. <laughs> what do you have to do after the baby's born? Like nothing, right? Nothing. Oh, okay, it's cool. Vacation all day, every day. So we'll be back to tell the rest of our pee journey. And uh, <laughs> great. Peace be with you. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our editor is Victor Figueroa. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash onrack, O N R A C, to find pictures maybe you don't want to see them for this episode uh but you can you can like and a us video then. i just took of ross drinking pee <laughs> and you can also support us at maximumfund.org forward slash donate and maybe you want to leave us a positive review on itunes so oh, that people that know how good so this nice. show is that yeah. would be really great do that yeah thank you and thank you and also thank you and remember i'm jordan morris and i'm too scared to drink pee Thank you.
Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. And then that's how my day starts. Yeah. Come on. I'm so sick of it. (laughs) When is that going to be over? Like, I want it to stop. (laughs) Teresa, you're hurting my ears. (laughs) I mean, that's it. Yeah, no, that's... I just hate it. Yeah, I don't blame you. It sucks. It really sucks. So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Find us on MaximumFun.org on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.